My name is Jim Fleming, and this is Our Sunday School. I'm coming to you from the Hickson campus of Stewart Heights Baptist Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And we'd love to have you come and visit us. But if you're not in the area, please go to OurSundaySchool.com to see all of the resources we saw in class. Well, good morning, everybody. Happy New Year. So for those of you that have been with us for a couple of minutes in our Sunday school or a couple of years, you know that the first Sunday of the year is uh, what I'm affectionately calling Alignment Sunday, uh, where we just get aligned on what we're doing, why we do it, how we do it, when, where, how, all those sorts of things. And uh, so not as much uh, scripture today, but the framework around what we're going to do and how we engage with the scripture today. So you won't need your copy of Mark, but you will need a Bible. So if all you brought is Mark, you may want to borrow that ESV that's on the uh, table there. So, All right, so first question up on your handout today, just two sides. I know, not even a staple, right? Some of you are like, I'm, I need a refund here. It's okay. So why does our Sunday school exist? So uh, without looking, does anybody know our church purpose statement? That's what we believe. Those are the purposes of the church, but Stuart Heights, so it's actually on your handout there, to experience, know, and enjoy God so that we can make Him known with our words and with our works. Does anybody know what our Sunday school uh, purpose statement is? It's the exact same thing. Because this is what is called alignment. And when you have purposes that differ, you have misalignment. And for those of you that have taken uh, an engineering class, Joe... When you have misalignment, what happens when you have misalignment? Bad things. Bad things, right. Friction happens, right? Yep. And then heat. And then things begin to break down. And then competition, and it's just not good. So the reason we exist as a Sunday school is to experience, know, and enjoy God so we can make Him known with our words and with our works. Now, it's kind of, uh, it's intentionally supposed to be very lofty language, so I want to uh, kind of take a little aside and make that a bit more granular. So experience, know, and enjoy God. Uh, after having been at Stuart Heights for, well, that's a long time. 19 years now, isn't it? 19 and a half almost. Yeah, cool. All right. Praise the Lord. Um, what that has looked like for me is growing in relationship uh, with God and then making him known with our words and with our works is growing in relationship with people. So that's what we focus on in uh, our Sunday school and how we accomplish that is our mission. So we do three things. It's really straightforward. It's not complicated. I don't do complicated. I don't understand complicated, so try not to do complicated. So we're going to study the Bible, we're going to pray for others, and we're going to serve others. Now the study the Bible part what I want to make sure everybody understands, and I've, I've mentioned this a couple of times in the last couple of years, we don't do book studies, okay? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not interested in doing a book about the Bible and studying that book. I want to go to the source. So a couple of years ago, I, I heard a guy named Josh Waitzkin. Anybody know who Josh Waitzkin is? Anybody ever seen the movie Searching for Bobby Fisher? Seen that movie? Remember the chess kid? That's Josh Waitzkin. He's a, a chess savant. He's actually a, a learning savant. He can, uh, he's developed very systems for uh, understanding things. And what he, what he said he found was that he was given all these books to, he's recommended all these books to read. And he found that they were 
like a book about what Aristotle taught and a book about what Plato taught and a book about what Socrates taught. And he was like, well, why shouldn't I just read them? Feels like I could just go to the, the source material. Instead, what he realized he was becoming was a commentologist because he was studying the commentaries about the original works. And what I don't want us to do in here is become commentologists and become so familiar with what somebody else believes about the Bible that we hadn't actually studied the Scripture itself. So when I say studying the Bible, it looks like opening up the Bible and reading those words and looking at those words a lot. Um, So this is engaging our heads. This is uh, doctrine and orthodoxy, and this is growing in lifelong learning. Uh, And then there's praying for others. So this is the engaging with people part. Uh, This is meaningful connection with believers. I would would describe this as our Sunday school is a good place to start a friendship. To find people that are like-minded, that are heading in the same direction, that believe the same things, that uh, you can develop lifelong connection. And some of you in this room, some of your very best friends in this whole universe are in this room, which I think is awesome. Because you're going to get to spend the rest of eternity with them, too. <laughs> it's a really neat design. And then the third option there is, a uh, third thing that we're going to focus on is serving others. So ministry training with opportunities to so engaging our hands. Uh, some of us are head people. Some of us are heart people. Some of us are hands people. You probably know which one you are. If you don't know which one I am, just keep waiting, and it'll take about two minutes to figure out, right? Uh, I'm the head guy. Uh, who's a heart person? How many of you are like, yes, absolutely. How many of your hands give me something to do? I need something to, yes, Dave, but you, Dave come on. Raise both. You can, oh, thank you. Okay, good. This is. Uh, so when I, when I talk about the serving others, ministry training with opportunities, I'm talking about Alan Iverson. Right? So we're talking about practice. That's exactly what we're talking about. Practice and practice and practice and practice. This is our behavior, our orthopraxy. Uh, this is growing in lifelong service. So you kind of boil all that down. And what is our Sunday school mission? How are we going to accomplish the purpose of experiencing, knowing, enjoying God so we can make Him known with our words and our works? What we're going to do is we're going to grow our relationship with God and our relationship with people using our heads, our hearts, and our hands. That's what you can expect in our Sunday school. Now, have you noticed the number of hours that have showed up so far? That is on purpose. This is group work. Sunday school is not an individual exercise. It is a group exercise. So when I ask the question, how do we prepare for actual class, I want you to think about this section being, how do we get ready for actually attending in the room? What do we do? So first thing you want to do is you want to be ready to study. And... It's hard to study when you're tired. Would you agree? You remember back to finals in high school and college, and you're tired. It doesn't go well because you're tired. and We don't function well when we're tired. Right? Uh, we want to be ready to study, uh, and we want to be rested and, and read up. So be familiar with what we're actually going to be talking about. Uh, that is very easy to do in this class. Uh, number two, we want to be ready to pray with others. This is real complicated here. By what? Praying. Praying. Yeah. So when we get to the prayer time portion of Sunday school, here's what this looks like. Praying. It doesn't look like leaving. 
So one of the commitments I'm going to make to you guys this year is to finish on time so that our choir members can pray and stay and engage and not be rushed in late and Zach be angry at me. Because I, I really love Zach and I hate when he's upset with me. So we'll be ready to pray with others by praying. And we'll be ready to serve by being on time, having open eyes to needs and open mouths to engage. So let's talk about uh, one of the things that's interesting about what happens in Sunday school when you do these things. So you've, how many of you have seen this before? Most of you should be raising your hand. What's it called, Miss Darla? The Jim Harry window. The Jim Harry window. The Joe Harry window. The Joe Harry window. Yeah, a guy named Joe and a guy named Harry dreamed it up. So they called the Joe Harry window. Uh, that's the best I can find. That's what Wikipedia says, at least. So we'll go with that. So this is the idea. Um, there are things that everybody knows because everything is out in the open. So let's talk about one of those. Um, everybody's, something that everybody knows. Everybody knows that um, my name is Jim. I just told you my name is Jim. And I am leading this class right now. Right? That's a, it's in the arena. Everybody's aware of this. Okay. So a facade is something that I know that others don't know. Something that I know that others don't know. Okay. So the facade, who would be able to share a facade that I have right now? Only me. That's right. And the more that I tell, the less there is here. Does this make sense? It begins to look like this. The facade gets smaller and the arena gets bigger. Okay? Now, the more you ask and engage with me, because there are things that you know that I don't know, because your perspective is different than my perspective. Does this make sense? Now, don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying your truth is different than my truth. I did not say that. I'm saying you are physically in a different place and you have a different perspective. One of the most beautiful things about the human body, the way God has designed us, is that we have two eyes and they are offset, which gives us perspective. We can measure distance because of this. If we just had one eye, it's very difficult to figure this out. Things get a bit off. One of the great things about a marriage relationship is you've got somebody very close to you that has a bit of a different perspective. And everybody that's married says, yes. And, and that is incredibly helpful from a, oh, I didn't see that. Thanks. I appreciate knowing that. That was good to know. Right? So blind spots are things that you know that I don't know. Now, does it help me to walk around with a lot of blind spots? No. One of the most helpful things that anybody has ever done for me in my professional career, Amy, thank you. Uh, Amy and I worked together at uh, uh, our place of employment for, how long was it? Maybe a year? Something like that? Yeah, just over a year. And when uh, we finished working together, she wrote me up a little sheet of paper and it said, things to know when working with Jim Fleming. It's like, well, this is fantastic wonder what's on this list. There were several things on that list that I knew. And there were several things on that list I did not know. And I began over the next, I don't know, it's been seven, eight years now. Everybody that works with me gets a copy of that piece of paper. This is what you should know. This is what others that have worked with me know about me that you should know. Because I am trying to make 
this arena big. And I'm trying to disclose what I now know. Because we can take blind spots and turn them into arenas. And this is really, really good. And then there's one more piece up here. The unknown. This is what you don't know and I don't know. So I'll give you an example of one of these. I had an upper GI done on Monday. Test results are not back. That's in the unknown. I have no idea. Some of you right now are going, wait, what? You should really check Facebook more often. I'll just tell you that. So it's the unknown. I don't know. When I find out, guess where it's going? To the arena. arena. Yes. I would like for you to know. Some of you are like, I don't want to know. Guess what? It's going to the arena. That's the way it's going to (laughs) work. That's where it's going. So, So when we come to Sunday school... Just, this is, I think, a helpful framework to have in our head. Our arena is here. I would rather it be here. Okay? This is the idea. This is the sharing. This is the receiving. Now, uh, I'll give you some feedback as we go through this. Sharing this stuff in the facade can be scary. Because every one of us has been hurt by something that we have shared that didn't get handled well. So we have to be loving when we do this, on the receiving end and on the giving end. And hearing this can be painful. So let's deliver these with love as well. Because when you put love on both sides of the equation, it really helps a lot of balance. Does that make sense? You with me? Okay, cool. So what do we believe? Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot one more uh, sentence there. So how do we prepare the day before? We is anyone who wants to be a member. I don't care how old you are. Uh, If you're, let's see, Ava, how old are you? Ten. Ten. Awesome. Fantastic. Congratulations on being a whole decade old. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. It started going to go faster, too. She's ten. It's awesome. Uh... I better not ask the next question. Yeah. (laughs) Keep my eyes focused downward. I'm not looking at anyone right now at all. No, regardless of age. Um, I I will tell you this, and and I feel like I'm fairly transparent about this. I made an error early in my teaching career in this space of not being uh, very clear about the maturity level of the information we were going to talk about in our Sunday school because it was in the text. Uh, But if it comes up in the text, we're going to talk about it in class. And you know that there are portions of the scripture that are uh, G, right? They're rated G. General audiences, everybody's good. There are portions of the scripture that if you put them on film would be X, right? So if it comes up in the text, we're going to address it in the text in class. So there we go. What I will typically do is put a movie rating when it's ever going to be R or X on the screen during the introductory portion of the class so that everybody knows exactly where we are. So feel free to bring your kids, but pay attention to the screen. Should there be a text that's uh, interesting, we'll put it that way. All right, so what do we believe? Our theology, open up your Bibles. We've got 1 Corinthians 14 and 16. So two summary statements. I think are really helpful. So Paul is writing in 1 Corinthians. He is winding down in chapter 14. At the end of chapter 14, he's talking, and and the context here in chapter 14 is uh, having an orderly worship. 
and having a, a worship service that is not chaotic, that is not crazy, that is not, um, I don't want to say distracting, but I, 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 I kind of do want to say distracting from a what is going, there shouldn't be a fear-based, I'm nervous about how things are, this is odd. So we go and we go and we go, we get to the very end of chapter 14, verse uh, 39, so my brothers earnestly desire to prophesy and do not forbid speaking in tongues. But it, all things should be done decently and in order. I don't know that I have a life verse, but that's going to be pretty close. <laughs> um, Amy's like high fiving here, and my wife's like, "Yes, it is," and it's just it's going to be pretty close for me, right? Uh, decently and in order. Um, so when we talk about decent, right? Did it say perfect? No. Oh, Dave stepped out. Oh, I didn't even see him leave. Um, There's a sidebar for just a second. Uh, for those of you that step out of Sunday school and you have to go do something, you come back in and then you apologize to me after class because you stepped, I have no idea you stepped out, right? It's just not something that I'm focused on in any way, shape, or form. If you all stepped out, I think I would probably notice that, but I just, I really am not, um, I'm just trying to get this right. And this is the the focus for me. Uh, but everything should be done de- decently and in order. Uh, when I started speaking this morning, was everything perfect? No, what happened? Was some kind of e- echo or something, right? I, here's what I love about this. I don't even know how to describe the problem. It just sounded weird. And then what happened? Dave fixed it. You know Why? He's a hands guy, <laughs> and that's his thing, and he loves it. It's his passion. It's really cool. But I'm not focused on perfect. Decent is good. So we're, there's Skip. All right, Skip. What's our next slide, buddy? Oh, come on. Darla knows. Hamburgers. Hamburgers. That's exactly right. All right. <laughs> this is what they advertise. <laughs> Has anybody ever gotten a McDonald's hamburger that looked like this? They're usually about one-third this height, right? And, uh, yeah, they just just don't look like this. This is the advertising. Um, However, this is what comes on a McDonald's hamburger. Unless you tell them differently, it is the exact same thing every single time. There is a minimum level. You're like, no, not really. There, there's supposed to be a, how about that? There's supposed to be a minimum level of consistency that occurs. And this is what my uh, commitment to you is as the leader of this class. My commitment to you is you're going to get at least McDonald's every single week. It's going to be there. It's probably going to be warm. Right? Now, Skip, why do I ask you about this? It's your favorite. <laughs> I just and I and he, Skip and I have had long conversations about there are other hamburgers in the universe, and he's just you keep coming back to this. And I say uh, the complexity and wonder that God has made us with astounds and boggles me to this day. Right? It's amazing. Um, what's my favorite hamburger? You may know. Public House. Yes. The pimento cheese bacon burger. Yes, it is. Because, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It is so fantastic. It is so fantastic. You went to a restaurant in Nashville. said that it was 
It's the, so, so I can't get there often. So this is my favorite local. I should probably say local, right? The Ted's Montana, like if you've ever been, you've been to Ted's Montana, Jessica? Yes. If you've been to a Ted's Montana, you know you've been to a Ted's Montana, and it's fantastic. It's like this whole other level. And it's also like six times as expensive, but we're going to a Vandy game anyway. Let's splurge, right? So there we go. Anchor down. All right, so hamburgers. This is the uh, commitment level here. So what do we believe? Our theology decently and in order. There is a structure. There should be some type of a framework. This is what we're going to do. Uh, let's look at 1 Corinthians 16, 14, just a couple pages over. This is my Doug Skinner verse. 1 Corinthians 16, 14. So we've got... Uh, this is the, so Paul is literally winding down the letter at this point. This is the final instructions and the shout outs. He gets to verse 12. Now concerning our brother Apollos, I strongly urged him to visit with you and the other brothers, but it was not his will to come now. He will come when he has opportunity. Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong, let all that you do be done in love. So that's verse 14, let all that you do be done in love. So if we're not sure what to do, if we ever get to the point where we go, how should we handle that? That's a fantastic verse to make sure that we've got implemented. And when we are sure we know what to do, that's a fantastic verse to make sure that we're filtering through as well. Let all that you do be done in love. So this is our approach, our theological approach. Uh, and then the BFNM 2000 there, the next uh, highlight. Uh, that's the Baptist Faith and Message. If you've never read that document, you probably should. Uh, it's the um, theological uh, statement, uh, yeah, theological doctrinal statement for our convention as well as for our church. So the authority, uh, clarity, necessity, and sufficiency of Scripture. I bring these out because we are going to be studying the Bible. So the authority of Scripture. This is God's very word. When we open the text, God is speaking. So we're going to respond accordingly the clarity of Scripture, that it actually can be understood. Uh, there are theological frameworks in the world that believe that there is a God, but we can't understand Him. We do not ascribe to that. There is a God, and we can understand Him through His Word and how He reveals His Son to us in His Word. Uh, the necessity of Scripture is it is required for us. We don't get to go through the Christian life putting the Scripture aside and saying something else will do. Nothing else will do. It's, it is necessary. And then the sufficiency of Scripture. And this is the one I'm probably going to spend a lot more time on in 2020. That the Scripture is enough. We don't have to have other books to know God. Now, comma, and there have been a lot of really wise people who have come before us and written things down that can be helpful for us. And I don't want to thumb my nose at the wisdom of others, comma, but those are not necessary. Scripture alone is sufficient. So we will be focusing on Scripture. Now, there's one more highlight on that page. What's the one more highlight on that page? OurSundaySchool.com. Yes, if you want to know all about Our Sunday School, I bought the domain, OurSundaySchool.com. There you go. It's really easy to find. So next page, top of the next page. Page two. So what do we expect from members? 
So if you want to be a member of our Sunday school, what do we expect? All right, so we've already talked about the level of quality, McDonald's, right? So members can expect, this is what you as a member can expect, weekly opportunities to study, pray, and serve. Every week, weekly opportunities to study, pray, and serve. You can expect daily prayer by name from Jim. I pray for our members by name every single day, every day. Now, I had a couple days this in 2019 uh, where it was a bit more challenging because uh, on spectacular amounts of drugs, I'm not 100% sure that I prayed the right thing for each of you every single day. But you, you did get prayed for every single day. So a couple days I was in the hospital this year. So um, I, don't, I don't recommend that for an in- What was the joke? <laughs> yes, that's, that's what happened, yeah. So if there was a blip somehow, then there's, there's just that, right? I don't know. Uh, yeah, so it's got a little asterisk there. Uh, so daily prayer by name from Jim, and then help with ad hoc needs. So stuff's going to come up in your life that's going to blow up, and some of it's going to be awesome, and some of it's going to be not awesome. Um, here's what I'm, I'm committing to. I'm not committing to showing up at your house and praying for your cat. Okay? Um, I am committing to soliciting help rallying us as a group and coordinating as best I can. But I cannot be, and I'm not going to try, and certainly will not commit to be everybody that's a member of our class's best friend. There's just not enough of me to go around. I love her too much to do that. So, there's that. Um, However, I really like to solicit and rally the troops. So this is something that I enjoy. So if you have something that comes up, we would love to help. This is part of being a family. There we go. All right, teacher expectations. What can the teacher expect from members to complete the assigned homework? Do you know that we have homework each week in our Sunday school? We do. It's amazing. To study, to pray, and to serve as needed. Those are the expectations. Now, I'm going to say something now, and then I'm going to talk a little bit more about it right at the very end of Sunday school, Lord willing. Uh, but as of this moment in time, if you go into the Realm app, that's our church management software app, our Sunday school has two members, uh, Julie and I. I kicked everybody else out this morning. Honest to God, I did. You are not a member of this Sunday school right now. Because we're going to start from zero. I wanted to start from zero today, but I realized if I kick myself out, then I can't add people back in. So you kind of have to start from so two is as low as we can start from. So I'm going to give you some time to think about today. Do you want to commit to completing this on homework, studying, praying, and serving as needed? And if you do, awesome. I'll show you how to join at the end of class. So let's keep going. When and where do we do our Sunday school, our logistics? So we do here Sunday mornings at 9.07, plus or minus a couple of minutes, depending upon what kind of audio issues we might be having, or if I'm uh, behind, because that happens sometimes. Almost never will it be early. So we are Baptists, by the way. Uh, but 9.07 gives us time to, uh, gives parents time to squeal into the parking lot, park, walk your, or drag your child to uh, Sunday school, uh, get them checked in, get some coffee, get some breakfast, uh, sit down, look at your watch. It's 9.07. So there you go. Uh, we're not going to meet on April the 12th this year, Lord willing. Why? 
It's Easter, yes. And we're not going to meet on December 27th this year because we usually take the week or two uh, around Christmas and New Year's off as well. But we'll be, Lord willing, in here unless nobody joins. And then Daryl will put me in a closet somewhere and I will teach Julie. And, <laughs> and that will work for two weeks. Uh, and then, then the YouTube channel will be getting more robust. So there's that. All right, now, so who does what uh, in our Sunday school? So uh, lots of things happen to make this work. Uh, one of the things that I love about our class is that um, you guys are servants, and it is beautiful. Um, so Jay and Becky Arnold set up tables and chairs. Uh, we need backups for them. They're actually uh, out of town today and uh, had some other folks set up, and we came in, and we had to move some stuff around a little bit. So if you're interested in helping with that, what that looks like is getting here about 20, 25 minutes before class starts and moving tables and chairs around. Because when you walk in, this doesn't just magically occur, right? There's people that actually go and set this up, Um, and it's not me. Uh, So Dave Barber sets up our sound, our recording, and video equipment. Dave needs a backup as well. You have one. Excellent. Boom. Back up. Done. Uh, And then members. So if you want to be a member of our Sunday school, our job is to welcome visitors and set up more tables and chairs as needed. So probably 10 to 12 times in a given calendar year, this room will be full. All the tables and chairs are full, and then somebody will walk in. And here's what it looks like. You get the full effect. Because when you walk into a full room and all the seats are taken, what do you want to do? You know what I would love to see? I would love to see, yeah, I saw the child out there. The child's not happy. Um, I would love to see every single person pop up, like every single person pop up and head for a chair. Now, these two things are going to happen. We're going to scare the bejesus out of whoever has just come in the room. And two, when they realize it, it's going to be like, that was really kind of weird and neat at the same time, because there's a lot of people that care about me getting a seat right now. It's pretty cool. So it's our job. Uh, Welcome visitors. Looks like when you walk in and you see somebody you don't know, it's your job as a member of our Sunday school to personally engage with that person and to sit with them. No visitor should ever be sitting at a table by themselves. If we have a visitor that were walking the door right now and came sit at this table by themselves, what I would expect would be four to five of our members to come leave their seats and go sit down next to them. That's the expectation. Okay. This is part of the serve as needed portion. All right, breakfast. Yes. Miss Jessica Miller leads the crew. We have uh, Shannon Miller and Trish McGarvey that are providing breakfast before the class begins. We need, this is actually a mistake on your handout. I'll fix this on the online version. It's the beauty of having a a website. It's like you can just fix things on the website and edit things out. It's fantastic. It's like you never messed up. It's good. But uh, we actually need a couple more folks. Uh, You guys serve on a one week a month kind of a deal, right? Um, I I always, 
whenever I say one week a month, I always feel like I need to say, and two weeks a year, because it's like the Army Reserve. But it's, it's not that at all. It's like one week a month. That's good. Uh, would love to have some backups there as well. So if you're interested in that, wave. Miss, there we go. Great. Cool. Uh, hi, my name's Jim. I teach. I lead our Sunday school. I'm the primary teacher. I teach about 75% of the time. That's by design. One of my jobs as the teacher of this class is to train and develop and raise up additional teachers because somebody will need to stand in my place and take this role one day, and we will need to launch new classes. And Daryl comes to me about once or twice a year and goes, hey, who's ready to teach? And one of my jobs is to have a couple names ready. So if you feel like I've been doing that with you, guess what? There's a reason. So there's that. Uh, Praying. Yay. Miss Darla Skinner. Raise your hand, Darla. Uh, collects and distributes the prayer requests uh, after class ends. So uh, if you're wondering where all this goes, I don't type out the weekly update. Oh my gosh, no. Um, I'm detail-oriented, but she's this whole other level of it, so this is good. Uh, She is the reason that you get prayed for uh, on a regular basis because she just keeps up and aggregates all this. Darla needs a backup. So if you're interested in being a backup for Darla, uh, let her know. You don't have to come to me. There's no filter in this process. If you want to serve, go serve. You don't need permission. I'm giving you permission right now. And then partying. Thesa, yay. So we did something in 2019 you hadn't done in a long, long time. We actually got together as a group outside of class. <gasps> and it was a lot of fun. So thank you for that. And we're going to do more of it in 2020. So if you want to help Thesa with that, scheduling lunches and leading parties. Uh, Thesa, raise your hand, everybody. Great. You can see Miss Thesa. Uh, And that's who does what around here. And as we need additional stuff done, we'll develop additional jobs and go implement them. Because when we started this class, we had a teacher. (laughs) And we needed other stuff done. So we built and made up new roles, which is kind of cool. So this year, what are our resources for this year? First and foremost, and if I had space, I'd put like 10 rows between number one and number uh, between number two and number three, because there's really a, like a massive division there between two and uh, the rest of them. But the Holy Spirit and the Scripture, we're in Mark. Do you guys know that? Um, if you want to be a member of our Sunday school and you don't have a copy of this, like this particular, not this actual book, like I have, I have more down here. Uh, but if you don't have a copy of this, you will need a copy of this. It'll be very beneficial to you because you can take notes and write and Uh, draw and do all this and keep the Bible that you have for other things. It's fine. Uh, So for members, we have a a private Facebook group. It looks like this. Um, I know it's scary. This is crazy. Um, We have a couple graphical artists in our class that used to be in our class and one of them did this. So this is what our private Facebook group, this is where Darla posts the prayer requests each week. So this is locked down. It's closed. Um, you can't get in unless somebody, uh, I think it's just me, maybe, says, yeah, you can get in. Um, so th- if, when you write things down on the prayer request sheet, they stay on the page, in the room, and on this uh, Facebook page. And then we've also got number four, uh, a public Facebook page. Um, there we go. Uh, our Sunday school. So what this is for is for posting of uh, video and audio links after the class is done, for any dialogue or conversation that you want to have with others. If you don't personally engage with other people in the class uh, during the week, you can have conversations here. 
Um, and then we've also got OurSundaySchool.com. So this is open to everybody. It's got all kinds of different stuff. It'll tell you how to get to our class. Uh, it'll tell you, it gives you an opportunity to listen to individual lessons. Uh, you can click on the links and read uh, the teacher notes and see the PowerPoints for any lesson that we've taught in this room in the last, I don't know, 10 years, I guess, 11 years. Um, opportunities to sign up for uh, or ask any questions to me if you want to reach out to me. That's cool. This is an easy way to do it. If you don't have my contact information, go to OurSundaySchool.com. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is crazy because this thing gets posted online. Um, and then you can uh, listen to the About Us. Today's lesson will go here, and this will be the thing you need to either listen to or watch before you decide if you want to be a member of our Sunday school. So this is the About Us super easy. This is the YouTube uh, channel. <laughs> so one of the things I love, so Mitch, you're going to love this. So which one is not like the other? <laughs> which one is... <laughs> So I, I, almost, I was trying to get Darla in there because Darla is, is like, right. I mean, she's just, just cresting the pulpit. It's awesome. It's so awesome. Uh, and, and there's that. So, so there's Josh and there's Dave Barber and there's Thesa. And so you're going to hear other voices and this is good and healthy for you because too much of a diet of Jim is not good or healthy for you. So this is uh, our YouTube channel. And then we get to how do we prepare all week. We prepare all week. This is the stuff that takes multiple days to get through. So pray for help in understanding Mark. Hear Mark multiple times. Think about Mark often, day and night. Talk with somebody about Mark. Share your insights about Mark and invite a member. And can you underline the word and in number six there? Invite a member and a non-member. This is our weekly homework. This is our job as a member of our Sunday school. So... The question, do you want to commit to this in 2020? And if you do, I invite you to be a member of our Sunday school. And if you don't, there are a number of other good Sunday school classes that you can attend. And I say, God bless you. And with a clean, clear, happy heart, good luck in your Bible study. If you want to be with us, take your weekly update Put your name at the bottom for the attendance and circle your name. That is how you sign up to be a member of our Sunday school. Put a circle around your name at the bottom of the weekly update. So with that, I still don't want a McDonald's hamburger. I'm looking at my PowerPoint right here. I have a physical copy of it so I know what slides are coming next. Uh, it's just, I love you, brother, so much, but it's just, it's just so amazing. All right, so with that, our uh, weekly update, you should have a copy of that at your table. Um, it's our table prayer time, so if you will read through the uh, prayer requests, write any new ones down, uh, update any of the ones that need to be updated. I have a really strong suspicion that about a half a dozen on, of these on here are out of date, and I keep praying for them. But there's hesitation when I pray for them because I'm pretty sure they're a bit out of date. And this is where I just trust that the Holy Spirit knows exactly what uh, is right, and uh, we'll make that up. But uh, even if you do not want to join us in our Sunday school, if you would write your name down at the bottom, make sure everybody's attendance is there. And then uh, I'll spend this afternoon in Realm adding people back, uh, probably at least three or four of you, I'm hopeful. 
Uh, I told Julie that, now I won't go there. I better not do that. We have a bet on how many people will join today, so we'll see who's right. So with that, uh, thank you for coming to our Sunday School. That concludes today's lesson. Uh, in a couple of minutes, you should be out of here uh, so that you can go and worship this one that we're going to spend the rest of 2020, Lord willing, uh, learning more about in the Gospel of Mark. And I am thrilled to get back in Mark. Next week is our prep week for Mark 6. So we're going to be talking about all of Mark 6 and walking through those six steps, through the five steps, uh, and going from there. So thanks for coming today, guys. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to our weekly email. You can do both at OurSundaySchool.com.